朋友们，大家好。Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Wai Mai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you wherever you are. 无论你在何处，我们为你速递属天灵粮。An honest question. Matthew chapter eleven, verses one to three. After Jesus had finished instructing his twelve disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in the towns of Galilee. When John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, "Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else?" John the Baptist was the fearless forerunner of Jesus Christ. He was the eccentric spiritual superstar. Preaching in the wilderness that absolutely everyone wanted to hear. His call to prepare the way for the Messiah was a simple and clear message heard by everyone that came out to the wilderness to see him: "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near." He preached to all levels in society: the high, the low, the religious, the political. He was bold and didn't just adjust the message for anyone. He knew what his calling was. And when Jesus walked up to him, he knew exactly who Jesus was, and pointed him out to everyone—the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. John also knew exactly who he was—a voice in the wilderness, not worthy to untie Jesus' sandals. His position in Christ was to become less, so Jesus could become greater. He was even willing to relinquish his own disciples to become followers of Jesus. His bold preaching and calling came at a price. He found himself in prison. No longer was he in the open country baptizing people and freely living out his calling. He was now in a prison cell. His mission thwarted. At this dark moment in John's life, he sent out a message from the depths of his imprisonment to the only person who could alleviate his suffering. He sent the one-sentence message to Jesus in the form of a question. Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Why did John ask such a question? We can only speculate. Did he need assurance in this dark night of the soul? Was he losing touch with what God was doing and wanted to reconnect with Jesus to hear just one more time the truth directly from Him? Was he fearful? That he was no longer present to guide his disciples and wanted to ensure they were on the right path following Jesus, or was he honestly second-guessing his statement that Jesus must become greater and John must become less? In any case, John was calling out from confinement in prison, and all he wanted to know was, is Jesus really the Messiah? There are times in life when we feel like John in the wilderness, full of God's power and boldness and clear idea of the calling of our lives. With full confidence, we declare Jesus as Savior of the world and have no doubts. But then there are times when we are in the complete darkness and overwhelmed with uncertainty, just as John was in prison. We need some reassurance in those dark times. Is it okay to ask Jesus, "Are you the one who is to come?" Jesus did not rebuke John for his question. Jesus was very sensitive to people who had no faith and often called them out in their unbelief. This was not the case with John. In fact, the opposite happened. 
Jesus affirmed who he was and then commended John as a great man. Matthew chapter 11, verses 4 to 15. Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk. Those who have leprosy are cleansed. The deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. As John's disciples were leaving, Jesus began to speak to the crowd about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed swayed by the wind? If not, what did you go out to see? A man dressed in fine clothes? No, those who wear fine clothes are in king's palaces. Then what did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes. I tell you, and more than a prophet, this is the one about whom it is written, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been subjected to violence, and violent people have been raiding it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Jesus' answer to John found in the scriptures and the works of God. Jesus answered John's question by asking the disciples and John to answer for themselves. In effect, he said, look at the evidence. What do you see? He reminded them of the prophecy in Isaiah about the works of the the Messiah would do. Jesus had proclaimed this missional prophecy in Isaiah as his own mission statement. Luke chapter 4 verses 16 to 21. He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him, and he began by saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. John was hidden away in prison and did not have the joy of seeing the miraculous works of Jesus firsthand. So Jesus instructed John's disciples to return to John with the great news of lives being changed. Jesus also reminded John of what the scriptures had to say about the Messiah. In our dark moments, let's look for the work of Jesus Christ around us. When we are feeling alone, confused, and distant from God, look for his presence. Ask God to show you evidence of his power in your life and the world around you. Don't forget to open up the pages of your Bible to read about who God is and the promises He makes in His Word. Jesus commends John. Jesus does not look down on John for his moment of questioning, 
but rather commends him to the crowd. After answering John's question, Jesus goes on to speak of the greatness of John. Jesus condemns the naysayers and unrepentant. Matthew chapter 11, verses 16 to 24. To what can I compare this generation? They're like children sitting in the marketplace and calling out to others. We played the pipe for you and you did not dance. We sang a dirge and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, he has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, here's a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. But wisdom is proved right by her deeds. Then Jesus began to denounce the towns in which most of his miracles had been performed because they did not repent. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable for Tyre and Sidon on the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be lifted to the heavens? No, you will go down to Hades. For if the miracles that were performed in you had been performed in Sodom, it would have remained to this day. But I tell you, that it will be more bearable for Sodom on that day of judgment than for you. Then Jesus speaks against two groups of people. Number one, the religious ones who were against John and Jesus no matter what. And number two, unrepentant cities. Over and over in the Gospels, Jesus calls out religious pride that leads to unbelief, such as in the religious leaders, and an unrepentant heart as seen in cities like Chorazin, Bethsaida, and Capernaum. These two characteristics of unbelief and unrepentance will stop you from drawing near to Jesus and receiving from Him. Jesus revealed to the humble heart. Matthew chapter 11 verses 25 to 30. At that time Jesus said, I praise you Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for this is what you were pleased to do. All things have been committed to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Who is the person who will know Jesus and receive from him? It is the person who comes to God like a child. When we are humble as a child, the Lord will reveal his truths to us. And the one who comes to Jesus in need will receive rest. It seems that John the Baptist was one of those seeking Jesus like a child and in need of rest. The religious leaders and those rejecting Jesus, on the other hand, would miss the revelation of who Jesus is and miss the rest that he offers. Come to Jesus. When you find yourself in a dark moment, seek Jesus like John the Baptist did. Look for the work of God in your life and look into the Holy Scriptures to remind yourself of the truth of Jesus. Remain humble before God, and He will reveal Jesus to you and give you the rest you need in your difficult place.
Thanks for having some spiritual limey with us. 感谢你今天属灵外卖。We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. 希望你喜欢灵里满足。And we hope you come back for some more. 期待你再次回来。We love ya. 我们爱你哟、哦。